clap anymore. That's exciting. Oh, same no clap. I just put the SD card in, and there it is. And then I, I, drink, I bring our audio files to the end. That's all oh, I need to do. That's all I need to do. Man, this is way better. We got a third co-host up easier. here. Ingrid's here with us for this episode. Like I'm standing up again. Yep. Because Ingrid's here. Yeah. This is either episode 79 or 80. I haven't decided on which order we these don't know two. Which. But this episode in particular is Mike gift time. It's time to give Mike gifts that I've had for so long. The first of which, where'd I put it? Is Mike, your new Google TV. Woo-hoo. Google TV will allow Mike to watch Peacock and the WWE content on it. Here's the remote. Battery's not included. There's the power cable. It's all refreshed and restarted, ready for your Google account login. Oh, that's so nice. Thanks, buddy. Second gift. What? These one. You like these, yeah? Uh, Yeah. What would you do if I told you that I have four or five here for you? What? Tell us which wrestlers are. So what these are are... are, uh, Matt Draws, he's an artist that I found on, on Twitter that draws wonderful uh, illustrations of the WWF uh, Wrestle Buddies. And I have some more that came in the collection that I said I'd give Mike a year ago because COVID hit. And I have not All been able right. to do it in person. So right. I bought some more. There's five in there, I think. Wow. Okay. So we have The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. We have The Undertaker. We have the Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm, I as, know you're a big Warrior fan. As champion. As yeah. champion. Wow. Oh, and we have Brett. There's the one that I know you're interested oh, in. Oh, wow. Cool. Not champion, though. Dang. Oh, there's Mankind, there's Mankind. Too. That's a newer one. Cool. I think there's one more. Ooh, Big Boss Man. Yeah, wow. Big Bella himself. But those five, yeah, I figure uh, I bought this at Ikea. It was an Ikea purchase. Really easy for four top things so if you wanted to frame them you do what you want but those are yours those have been sitting there for a while that's the mike gift hour and that's how we start this episode of tope suicida fucking cool buddy wow thank you yeah Yeah, absolutely i'm gonna get that at same ikea frame fuck yeah and i'm gonna put it right next to my but you have five though what are you gonna do with that mankind (laughs) it was the newer one it didn't come with the pack (laughs) yeah you're totally right you're totally right i don't know Maybe mankind is gonna get his own special. Uh, no, no, put know. Brett. Put Brett in little his own little single. Oh, Brett gets his own little single work. thing. Yeah, something should be like, yeah, hey, what's up, Brett? It's all cool. for you. It's all for you, Brett. It's all You'll for say you. That. Do it all for you, Brett. <laughs> anyway, my name is Bo. Yeah, his name is Bo, and my name is Mike, and that means that you are listening to Tope Suicida. Second episode in one evening because we're live, baby. Well, we're not live, but I mean, we're live in the same room together. We're in yes. we're in my shit apartment, everyone. Here it's hot in here. The fans off. The windows are shut. That means the heat from Mike and I's convo is just warming up the place. Man, we got a hot episode. We do. We do have a hot episode. It's finally that ladder match episode we've been talking about. We're back. We are in the same room. Yes, and it has been a long long time and uh so far we've had a blast and folks we're just getting started so uh strap in because today is the day that we look at the ladder match for the first time something that's become uh, a staple uh, uh i guess you might even say a cliche mm-hmm. in wrestling mm-hmm. but not that long ago was something quite innovative and uh, uh, kind of uh, exciting for wrestling fans. And that's kind of where we're going to start. This is going to be our first part in a series that we're going to do on the ladder match. And we're going to look at the origins of the ladder match today. Yeah, it's a three-part series, we think, right? Probably three. Yeah, maybe four. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Bye, Ingrid. Oh, bye, Ingrid. Oh, and... Probably nap time. Well, that's her spot. That's where the ramp usually ends up, and so she lays down at the ramp. So that's her spot. There she goes. Cool. Cool. See, now that she knows that she can be up here with you for at least a brief period of time, she feels confident, and she can just jump down now. Except that you just... You just 
She's so distracted. There oh. she goes. Anyway, uh, I'm excited to watch these because uh, the three matches you have you've picked for us are are the, almost the origin of the ladder match, and then some off, not offhand, but like random yeah. ones leading up to part two of this will be when we actually get into WWF proper. But these early ones are seem interesting. Yeah. Well, that, I've never seen any of these. Me either. And uh, the definitely my introduction to the ladder match, as I'm sure it was your introduction to the ladder match, was Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon at WrestleMania 10. Yeah. That was the first time I had ever heard of a ladder match. Um, but actually, there, there was a long history of ladder matches uh, that took place before that, and we're going to get into a little of that today. And I'm excited to watch it because I haven't seen any of this stuff. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. And there's there's Bret Hart's in one of them. And we That's know right. we love Bret Hart. Yeah. So. Yeah. Bret's going to be in the first one that we're going to watch because it's the youngest footage or the oldest footage, I guess. <laughs> it's yeah. young. It's right out of college. This <laughs> it's footage. right out of college. No, it's the youngest uh, it Bret Hart. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's the Well, actually, I guess it would be the. <laughs> it would be the youngest ladder match that we could find With from <laughs> from when it started. Yeah, you can look at it two ways. It's it's from 1983, so it's old. Listen, listen, it was it was the oldest ladder match that we could find. This episode has been in the works for a month now because a month, a full month. It's been about three or four weeks. Yeah, because Mike and I have been like ho humming, like well, where's where's the footage for all this early oh, shit? Oh man, I wish we could find that. <laughs> and then we we found some of it. Some of it's not complete. Uh uh-uh. uh But it's enough. Most of it's Daily Motion, I think, just because that's where the pirates live. That's where they sail. Yeah, baby, that's where those <laughs> pirates are sailing. I, I can guarantee there's going to be at least one Daily Motion appearance. Yeah, today. good, good. Yeah. That's what I'm excited for. Before yeah, yeah, yeah. before we get to that, before we get to all of the fun wrestling business. We normally have a normal episode up top. Oh, yeah. Um, and that makes me... Wait, hold on. Wait. Wait, there's an addition of something we haven't done in a while. Well, a new addition of something we don't do often. Who's going to win? Oh, no. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, what, what's what's even happening? It's WWE Backlash Edition. <laughs> okay, wait. Isn't it now called WrestleMania Backlash? I think so. <laughs> Which is so stupid. They're trying to lump it into the WrestleMania weekend. Because there's WrestleMania. It's, I think it's called WrestleMania Fastlane leading it's, up to it. It's a month later. And then and it's WrestleMania. And then it's the backlash. Because look at that. Oh, there she goes. Oh, Ingrid, you tried so hard, sweet. Because sadly, a lot of these matches in this Who's Gonna Win are matches you might have already seen. Or their grudge matches or return Ooh, matches for okay. people that lost their titles. Wait. Mike, are you ready? Wait, they might have already seen it. I haven't seen it yet. Well, I mean, maybe. Because it's not. D- WrestleMania backlash has not happened yet, my man. I'm, I'm up on it. I'm hip. I'm good. I'm cool. I think also when this episode comes out, it might. Backlash might have already happened. Well, I or guess. Or it's coming up this weekend. Everyone get excited. Backlash has happened or it's coming up this weekend. Get it on Peacock. Jesus, it might be happening right now. No, it's definitely not happening right now. Okay. I think it's All the right. 13th. So definitely after this episode, <laughs> before this episode. Anyway, Mike, who's going to win? WWE yeah. Backlash Edition. The first time this game has been played in person. Bobby Lashley, the champion, versus Owen with MVP, versus Drew McIntyre, versus Triple Threat, Braun Strowman for the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley's going to win. He's going to retain, you think? He's going to retain. Bobby Lashley's going to retain. Is MVP going to get involved? Yes. Are Lashley and Drew going to team up to take out Braun? Yes. Cool. Bianca Belair champion versus Bailey. It's the it's the it's the it's the match you and I have been talking about for days. Bailey versus Bianca Belair. As I shouted, you. This is what it's like in person. That was heavy. That was a lot. This is the match you've been you've been training to watch your entire life. Bianca oh. Belair yeah. versus Bailey. Okay. What moves are they gonna do? What move? Ba- what? Ba- what moves? Bailey gonna do? It's your favorite Bailey move. Bailey's gonna do that move where she does that little baby springboard off the bottom rope into an elbow drop. Yeah. Uh, Bailey's gonna do the um the hu- the the Bailey to belly the hugger splash. Bailey to belly. She's gonna do the Bailey to belly, <laughs> the belly to Bailey, one Bailey to belly. She's gonna do one of those. Um, <laughs> she might do both of them. She's gonna do. She's going to do suplex. She's going to do suplex. She yeah. might do pile drive. 
I doubt it though. No, I doubt, no pile I doubt drive. pile drive. No pile drive because it's not allowed. Drive. It's not allowed. Yeah, I doubt pile drive. Not loud. It's loud, but not loud. Yeah. Um. So Bianca. Oh, who's gonna win? Yeah, Bianca. Because you initially what you just asked me was was what moves are they gonna do? Yeah, I, know, I confused the game. <laughs> okay, okay, that's okay. Because that's but you different, understand. That's all right. I mean, I understand. The one bleeds into the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. uh, Rhea Ripley champion versus Oscar versus Charlotte Flair triple threat for the Raw Women's Championship. Who's gonna move? Um, Oscar's gonna move. Oscar's gonna move. Oscar's what move? Oscar do. Uh, Oscar do hip attack. Also, um, Oscar lock. Oscar lock. Try to do mood lock. And also superplex. Charlotte Flair moonsault or Charlotte Flair moonsault. Charlotte Flair spinning spiral outside moonsault from top. Charlotte Flair figure four, figure eight. Spin around figure four. Spin eight, around now. figure eight. Turn eight. Turn eight because spin round. <laughs> Turn eight because woman. <laughs> Turn eight woman revolution. Yeah, the deepest revolution, big time. Who win? Charlotte Flair win. Charlotte's gonna be Rhea. Charlotte win. Charlotte win. Okay. That's the game. Dirty Dogs. You know who the Dirty Dogs are? Nope. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. I like that name. (laughs) I like that name. I like them. It's really cool. Do you like them now or do you hate them because dogs? How does it spell? (laughs) D-A-W-G. Yes. Do you like them now still? Do you still like them? Mike, you're laughing in the mic. Do you like yes, them now? Okay, yes. God damn it. Yes, still, it's yes, so, still, yes, still like them. You should be OGS. Why is it the AWGS? It's so, it's like 15 years late. It's so unnecessary. <laughs> it's so tacky. Uh, okay, Dirty Dogs versus, they're the champions of mm. the SmackDown tag champs, mm. versus Ray Ray and uh, Prince Mysterio, Dominique. Mm. So Ray and his son versus the Dirty Dogs for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna win? Uh Dirty Dogs gonna win. Dirty Dog win. Dirty Dog win. Um, dastardly tricks. Mm-hmm. Ray, um, old but still flipping. Old still flip. Ray, baby Ray, Dom Dominic, bigger than Dad. Bigger than Dad. Taller. Still short. Still short. Talented. I don't know. Talented. Talented, yes. Talented, yes. Not used well. Yes. Ah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Me, I have not. Yeah. Yeah. Seen. Main event time. Mm-hmm. You ready? No. Uh, Roman Reigns. He's mm, champion. Mm, mm, Roman Reigns champion. Mm, mm, with Paul. Mm. Versus Cesaro. Yeah. Universal championship. Who yeah. Win? Who win this match? Cesaro win. Cesaro win. Cesaro win. Cesaro win, comma, dream booking. Have to have hope in life. Comma, dream booking. Dream booking, <laughs> make Michael happy. Otherwise, Michael sad. Yeah, I was going to say sad. sad. Otherwise sad. Otherwise sad. So Cesaro win, hurry, please. Well, I think we now found the new format of <laughs> who's going to win. Caveman. <laughs> That, well, that's just baby caveman. So that's who's going to win WWE Backlash Edition. Right, thank right. thank well, you, I think everyone. we covered it all. I think we got it all. Yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening to the In show. There. Thanks. We appreciate that a lot. I was going to do Double or Nothing who's going to win, but there's only two announced matches so far. And one of them is the opponent's either Pac or Orange Cassidy. Right. Still don't know that yet. <laughs> got to wait for that one. We might know it by now, actually. We may have seen that. Don't they wrestle Dynamite, Pac, and Orange this week? I don't know. I'm not entirely no. I don't know. This might be next week. I'm not entirely no. <laughs> Who's gonna win? Kate She just ruined my vocabulary. <laughs> okay, okay, that's it. That it? You got any more notes? I have no bow notes. Nothing on the rundown. I got all I have is my the normal stuff. You sure? That's all I got. All right. Well, then I got a question for you. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? I'm glad you asked. Yeah. I'm glad you asked because Mike, my favorite wrestler this week uh-huh. is Christian Cage. Oh, okay. All right. It's all a little right. throwback. All right. All a throwback, right. a modern throwback. All because right. I'm, I'm talking about Christian Cage. I'm not talking about Cage. Right. No, not, not the Though machine. Though we are talking about the ladder match. Yeah episode and that's yeah. kind of how i got to cage yeah, sure, because sure. he's been in some of the best tag team ladder matches of all time yeah, yeah probably the two ladder matches that uh have ruined the ladder match gimmick because they were too good 
Right. That you can never, almost what we talked about with Blood and Guts. Yeah. The Mick Foley fall. Yeah. You can never achieve that. Never. You'll never top it. You can never achieve Edge spearing Jeff Hardy hanging from the belt. You can never achieve that ever again. No, that was amazing. That was unreal. Yeah. That was unbelievable. Because it's completely unsafe. That's so, (laughs) so unsafe. So unsafe. So with that ladder match idea in mind, I thought, who better than Cage? (laughs) Shut up. So my favorite wrestler this week is Cage. It's Christian Cage, right? Yes. I almost put a little swerve on you just now. Yeah, but no, no, it is indeed All Christian right. Cage. Okay, because I was gonna. I thought for a minute I was gonna get some weird, some weird sweaty belly in the rain, <laughs> in a in a in a rain, rainforest photo shoot stuff. Coming Mike my has way. listeners. Mike has this weird. I'm not weird. He's got this. Not hatred. He, he doesn't no, hate Cage. No, not hatred. I think you, Mike, you'd be great friends with Cage. But it's whenever Mike sees Cage wet or <laughs> he posts a lot of pictures oily, of himself wet. Or salsa dancing with his beautiful wife. With his shirt open. I, well, like, that's how oh, salsa dancers do it. They're in the wind. Come on, man. Just, there's rain involved in salsa. Salsa's a production, no, man. Totally superfluous. You don't need that stuff. It's weird. So Christian Cage is my favorite wrestler because since he's come back to AEW or since he's arrived at AEW, he has been, uh, we were doubt what, when he, when he came out as a special signing, the guy that Paul White brought out, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah. and I were both, or you more than me were, I was indifferent. I think you were pretty skeptical. It's like, ah, Cage. It felt like that a bit, which is true. It's a good, good response. Cause like he's always been. Sadly, the shatter to Edge's fame, right? Yeah. Um, he's had his own fame, obviously, but he's nowhere near as popular as Edge. So when he came on, it was like, oh, it's just Cage, great. But the two, I think two full matches he's had, Powerhouse and SCU. He fought um, he fought Kazarian. Kazarian and Powerhouse are the two matches he's had, and both matches, wildly different, because they're wildly different opponents, yep. have been equally... The 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 SCU one with Kazarian was a was a knockdown drag out like yeah. technical yeah. thing yeah and then the powerhouse one still technical on his part but more trying to avoid powerhouses powerhouse yeah he just got his ass kicked for most of the match yeah yeah which yeah. is just fun to see yeah um and yeah he's my favorite wrestler cool yeah I agree I think Christian has been really good in AEW it's been fun to watch him. He's had really good matches. And you know he's probably a really good backstage like giving giving pointers to the the younger talent as well. Yeah. I mean, he's got I like when he puts a cigarette out on their back before he does their move. All right, we're going to move on cuz you're confusing your you're confusing cages now on I purpose. I do that. I do that. Now you're confusing cages. I get tired of um, these cages. My favorite wrestler was also someone that appeared wet quite a bit of the time. <laughs> okay. He seemed pretty wet most of the time. All right. When I got to know him, uh, my favorite wrestler this week is Razor Ramon. Really? Yeah. Old Scott Hall himself. Yeah. As a kid, he was maybe my second favorite wrestler behind Bret Hart. I mean, I loved Yeah. Razor Ramon. I thought he was just the coolest fucking dude. And uh, he just, like, he, I don't know. When he was his Intercontinental Championship, like, babyface run, I just loved everything that he did. I thought he was great on the mic. And and uh, he's not going to be in this episode. Um, but I thought, Let's have him be my favorite wrestler for this one because it's our first ladder match episode, and he was my first introduction to the ladder match. Yeah, you know. So let's do it, and it like it's not going to be Sean. My favorite wrestler is not going to be Sean, right? Like, has it ever been Sean? Clearly, it hasn't been Sean, and it's not <laughs> ever going to be Sean. Right. I get so. <laughs> No, when I honestly, I mean, when I was a kid, I loved Sean too. Yeah, yeah. I loved Sean too. So uh, it was very much Brett, Razor, Sean. Um, but I feel like this is a unique opportunity for me because it's like, you know, within this show and the things that we're going to do in the future, like there's a lot, there's a, 
many, many opportunities for me to make Shawn Michaels yeah. my favorite wrestler if I want to. Shows up a lot in a lot of history. He's of probably going to be there at some point. He's the foil of your favorite wrestler he of all is. time, which is the yeah. main problem, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but Scott Hall, uh, I can't think of too much more that was meaningful to me in his career than the ladder matches that he had with Sean. Yeah. Um, so that's why I thought, let's make sure, let's make fucking Razor my favorite wrestler this week because it may be the only opportunity to do that. Yeah, I, I think you're, you're taking a similar approach to what I took with, with, with Christian because, like, I don't think I'd ever really pick Christian as my favorite wrestler, but outside of this context, we're like... Right. I know his place in the ladder match history, and that's kind of similar yeah. to what I'm getting from Razor. Um, that's why we do this stuff. Razor has, if Cage, who better, had chest hair like Razor, would you like it more? If he was just. He does kind of have chest hair like Razor. But it's not dark chest it's hair. It's not like as Razor. much. There's clearly but not. But the as oil much. is still present because there was oil in Razor's Here's chest. Here's the hair. thing. Here's yeah. the weird thing is that, like Razor's chest hair, I feel like. It was just there, yeah. and then it just like it, it got wet. But Cage's, I feel like he trims to a certain length. Yeah, he's probably got a. And, a, and yeah. then he like combs it, and then like and then like puts like the beard oil in his chest and stomach hair. He's got yeah. the lawnmower three thousand from that that you hear it on podcast ads all the time. You know the the crotch. What company is that? Uh, Manscaped. Manscaping. Yeah, the lawnmower three thousand. He's Manscaped. got that for his pecs. Don't buy that. Why is that? Because we're not advertising here. No reason. If they call us and no reason, huh? Yeah. It sounds. I'm sound. I, I know you want to back away from this, but I'm gonna kind of lean in on this. No, nah, don't buy it. It, it sounds that's like not you, a good product. Did you get? Did you? Was it a snag or was it a rip? What happened? No, there's, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I imagine it would it would potentially be dangerous to use. Yeah, if you went uh, like you wanted a level two, but you went level one on accident. I didn't do anything. Um, it just. You know, it just sucks. Is if, it because you're if, like, I lost the the level, I, I lost the measuring plates, and I'm just going to use a free hand and see how it goes? And no, it just really, sucks hypothetically when you buy something and then you sneezed and took off it, the left side of your pubes. No, I no. Welcome back. Just, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back to Tope <laughs> Um No, it just sucks when you buy something and then it breaks in a week and. You can't get a refund for it because it you are pubes. too ashamed to <laughs> go because you didn't call back to to make a complaint. And so, what was the what was like? What theoretically this didn't happen? Yeah, but yeah. Like, what happened? Well, like, what happened with the product? Well, just like maybe the battery dies and it, the charging port doesn't work, and you try a different charger that's the same voltage and it and still maybe doesn't it's work. St- I admit the power stops mid pube trim and it, it tangled a bit. No, that didn't <laughs> get stuck in there. I mean, maybe that would happen, but it didn't, <laughs> but it not to you. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying when you buy things in, you should, they should work yeah. and they should not break immediately. And I got Jeff all it. Wait, what are we, what are we talking? What are we? I don't know. What are we talking? I love these live oh, episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Favorite wrestler. Favorite wrestler. Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. Uh, great chest hair. Uh, Interesting his name is Razor. We were just talking about the Lawnmower 3000 Razor. It's funny how stuff like that works out. Did I get my favorite wrestler? I did. You sure did. Yeah, you really, really did just like 15 seconds ago. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, now that we got that out of the way, let's uh, let's move on to everybody's favorite part of the program. Mike, I have a couple shit houses for you. Mm, two. Okay. But I think I started last week, so I want you to start this week because I hear you have two for me. No problem. I do, and uh, they're both lovely. So please, by all means. All right. So the first one here is from a, a Twitter account uh, at Ellis Tender Ten. Two eyes and Ellis. The name is Giles Pele Phillips. This is Joanna Quas. Quas Quas. Q-U-A-A-S. She is a gymnast. She is 91 (laughs) 
years old. <laughs> I am pressing play. Yeah, let it rip. Let's talk about Joanna here. Because... <laughs> Holy shit, Mike. I'm 37. Yep. Yeah. I'll be 38 in September, birthday to September. Yeah. Every morning I wake up in pain. Yeah. Every morning. Yeah. I think I might have a slipped disc maybe somewhere in my spine. Yeah. Because it's a pain. Nothing's protruding, but it's a pain that feels more than a bruise. Yeah. Um, I still, I'm out all day. I run, I walk, I try to eat healthy. I drink water, (laughs) but I'm still in pain every morning. And seeing Joanna, not only... Be obviously not in pain. Yeah. But then hold her body weight up, which is arguably probably 98 to 110 pounds. But on the parallel bars is so aggressively impressive (laughs) that it makes me mad. Yeah. Because I know we talked about Inger the last episode or in the next episode. Yeah. We haven't decided the release order of these two. Yeah. That she's become a big chonky wiener dog, which is not safe for her and her back, but she's pretty stocky to begin with. So that's right. good. Right, 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 right. But right. I let her go in the last nine months as a poor, as like a bad uh, pet owner. Yeah. And I also let myself go, which COVID, I think everyone did, honestly. Um, so seeing her is like, it's not shithouse inspiration house because i know you and i have talked about wanting to do something with the physicality of wrestling in the future right and that is a is a steep hill to yeah get there right sure. even a steep hill even to get to one match one on a match. local level yeah that's is a that's steep a steep hill. hill it is it's it really is yeah I, I came in here started a joke but now i'm real talk here it's it's really inspiring to see like we saw ddp on the last episode or the next episode as well how he started his wrestling career, what, 38, 35? Yeah. And like, sure, already an Adonis, but it's like, it's <laughs> yeah. still an inspiration. Yeah. Like, yeah, I do want to get to a point where I can do something of that athletic nature. Not obviously not parallel bars, but that'd be fun. I mean, fucking maybe. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's, it's inspiring. So I think it's inspiring house and it. It took a funny man bow to a serious man bow. So good job this week. I'll take it. I'll take that. I'll take that. (laughs) You got one. You got one for me. I do. Now I got to find something that like, which of my two is equal in. Oh yeah. This one's pretty good. Well, I'll just, I'll just open it right here. All right. This is a tweet from iron spike. That's at iron underscore spike. The tweet is an image uh, and the caption is Killjoys, colon, Warhammer 40K must be taken seriously at all times. And then actual Warhammer 40K, this is a noise marine. It rocks you to death. <laughs> What's the picture? <laughs> Describe the picture. All right. So the picture. Describe the noise marine. The picture is a noise marine. He is a uh, robot. Robotic alien with rainbow hair and like, like Krang tentacle pauldrons, yeah. uh, wailing on an electric guitar that's also probably like made out of a like a tank. Or it shoots fire, bazooka. Shoots, uh, shoots fire. He's got leopard chaps, leopard print chaps on. And giant steel night boots, and he's got... I mean, Mike says that as a detail, but that's just the standard issue. <laughs> and he's got... He's he's standing on what looks to be a like a like a helmet of one of his fallen enemies. Yeah, Slade. That's badass. But is it shithouse? Yeah, it's shithouse. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, it's shithouse. I really should have said that for the Talison episode that we will have eventually. Oh, uh, yeah, Let's yeah. do it again, you know? Yeah, maybe, we'll maybe. So yeah. it's shithouse, yeah. Shithouse, definitely shithouse. Like I'm not super familiar with Warhammer, but um, I know enough to. Uh, when you see that mohawk, you know to know that that's uh, shithouse. And like also, and also, I totally agree. I totally agree with a uh, fucking noise marine. That's great. Yeah. That's great. 
good. I'm glad you like it. It's not as uh, poignant as yours. Yeah, no, it didn't make me like turn into serious Mike, like it made you turn into serious Bo. But still, it was shit house and definitely a worthy submission. Thank you to the series. Uh, I have one more for you. You just you, so Mike is just sitting here, and I keep forgetting he told me that they're already on Slack. Yeah, I said them already. Me, they're all good, man. They're all right, so. This one is from uh, Jamie uh, Newman one nine seven dot dot dot. That's Jamie at Jamie two four two seven two one eight four, and it says the caption is "Son of a bitch." And it's a video that I have seen. It is indeed a son of a bitch. This is in this video. I'm gonna press play, but it's uh, it's some people, uh, farmers probably, and these are their goats trying to pull a goat out of a a a, a, a pit. <laughs> A narrow uh, pit. The goat's yeah. free. It's excited. It's, it's jumping for joy. <laughs> and it fucking bullet bullet train jumps headfirst back into the ditch. Now, if, if you're fans of Tope Suicida, you know that Mike and I, um, we're not math. No, but we're what not. Mike and I are, are agriculture. We know agriculture. Yeah, we're definitely we know agriculture. Farming. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And we know when a goat does this, just leave them. Yep. Because they're going to do it again. Yep. So... Yes, it is shithouse. Okay. Um, the act of pulling the goat back out the second time, not shithouse, because that's not proper agriculture, agricultural brain knows that it's just going to do it again. So you just kind of put dirt around it. Right. It dies, sadly, but... Leave it. Leave it. That's the force of nature. You can't do anything about it. Sometimes you just got to let, the, th- let the, the old die so the new can be born. And out of the death will be grass that the new goats... Right. can chew on and then hopefully not fall in the sinkhole yeah. where the dead body is. Yeah. <laughs> Die themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's agriculture, baby. Yeah, we uh, know agriculture, Mike and I. That's one thing that's paramount here and part of the, the DNA of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's agriculture. Yeah. Mike, is this news story shithouse? All right, here we go. I haven't read it. I just read the headline. Okay, we're going to look. I hope it's not about... Some, it's not. Some dead minks. It's not. All right. Nothing died, I don't think. All right. This is a CNN article um, by uh, Taylor Romine, or Romine. Uh, the headline is, Man arrested at airport after 35 birds <laughs> intended for singing, intended for singing contests, found in his clothing, <laughs> officials say. Oh, the officials say. A man was arrested, this is New York, a man was arrested and charged with allegedly smuggling 35 live finches in hair curlers from Guyana for, quote, singing contests, unquote, in New York City, according to a complaint from the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of New York. Kevin Andre McKenzie, a 36-year-old Guyanese resident flew to JFK International Airport on Monday, according to the complaint, where Customs and Border Protection officers pulled him aside for an extermination, for an examination. <laughs> they killed the bird. <laughs> I mean, that's where <laughs> we might be heading. Who knows? <laughs> pulled him aside for an examination and found the birds, authorities said. He was charged with unlawfully importing the finches. Yeah. Wow. Photographs show the tiny finches were stuffed inside hair rollers sealed with perforated netting. Authorities said they were attached to the inside of McKenzie's jacket as well as the tops of his shoes. So, Mike, have you ever had a finch? No, never. I'm not a big finch head, so I've never. I have lived in an apartment with a finch. Really? They're extremely loud at all times. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Even at night, you'll be just sleeping and you're a. Because they're they're dreaming, maybe. Who knows? Ah! But they're screaming at all hours of the day. Uh, It's the worst. Really? Really? They also don't live very long, which is sad. Wow. Okay. Solved my problem. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Because poor thing passed away. I got a good night's sleep. (laughs) How did this guy think? Yeah. 35. They're just going to sit there and go comfortably in their little hairnets or whatever yeah yeah, yeah 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 can you imagine being in it stuffed in a in a fucking hair roller uh from from guyana on a trip to the united states and not making any noise and then also the way that they're packed i don't know if you saw the image of them in the coat 
they were packed up and down. So that means they're looking up the whole time. <laughs> in pitch oh, darkness, wow. what's happening? Wow. So uh, is that shit house though? Yeah, I think I think that the the, uh, the I think the audacity of someone to yeah. smuggle finches uh, into a country is shit house. I think the fact that that you're not allowed to bring finches into the country without special permission is shit house. Yeah, it's weird because they're not like a they're not like a a species that's like gonna wreck shop everywhere. You know, they're doesn't like, seem that way. They're everywhere. No, it doesn't. See, it doesn't feel that way. Catwoman eats one. Um, I think that the reaction probably from the airport security people when they realized this guy's smuggling something and then they discovered it were these it was these tiny birds and hair rollers mm-hmm. that shit house uh, i think this is this is a very very shit house entry in I, did series. I did it i did it you did it i did it you did it you did it you did it is that Great it job is that the shit houses that's it that's all i got this episode flew by Ooh, what's the first fast. match that we're, we're moving fast baby all right, so um, uh, uh, apparently the ladder match, the, the the invention of the ladder match is has sort of there's it's a little bit contentious, but um, according to Bret Hart's book, um, it was invented by Dan Crawford, who uh, has been on the program before uh, in like 1972, the early 70s. Um, and then it was done several times in Stampede Wrestling, which was Stu Hart's promotion out of Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Um, and especially noteworthy were the ladder matches that Bret Hart had with the Dynamite Kid in that promotion. But unfortunately, I couldn't find any footage of those matches. Like we said at the top, we were Mike and I were been bouncing back and forth like, what's the first match? What's the second match? Because it's all in Stampede. And it's all extremely sketchy to find. So you found a five minute. I was able to find like four or five minutes of a ladder match um, that Bret Hart has with Bad News Allen, later Bad News Brown in the WWF. It's also in Stampede Wrestling. I believe it's 1982, 1983. And I believe it is also for the North American Heavyweight Championship. So we're going to go ahead and watch this. And we hope that you watch along with us and we'll give you our thoughts on it right after the break. Yeah, you'll find the link on Twitter. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> um, we're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, I don't know if that noise that just happened will stay on the show, but it maybe it will. It might. It might. Uh, that uh, quote unquote loose, loose quotes match. We only saw four again. Four minutes of it. Four minutes that we saw, Mike. I really fucking wish we had this whole match. Me too. Because like, cool. Just the way the ladder was used, unless the limited footage that we saw as a weapon and as a tool to get the opponent worn down. They're choking on the ladder, like. In ways we've not seen people choke on the ladder. Like yeah. it, was, it was like gingerly laying up against the ropes and he's like shoving Brett's bread, <laughs> bread heart, Brett's face in the rung and twisting it on his neck. Just good stuff. I liked it. You mentioned the ladder only had one side of rungs. Yeah. It was a real ass yeah. Ladder. It was a real ass ladder. <laughs> also, there was only one ladder. Yeah. You yeah, know, it makes uh, that's a note I made. What, what did I make here? I made. I like that there only being one ladder makes it every use of it a crucial part of the match, which ties into what I just said with the choking and stuff. Yeah. Like you could see how many times have we seen guys fall off of ladders now? I mean, like hundreds, right? Falling off ladders into other ladders, into other ladders, like so many, but even just watching those five minutes, uh, fire, we, when people fell off the ladder or were kicked off the ladder or whatever, like it seemed it was like scarier because it looked more real or it looked, we know it's real metal for one. We know it's real metal. (laughs) It looked less, it looked 
like I mean that re- that ladder was so rickety and like really not safe. Yeah. So I was like, oh my god, someone is gonna blow their knee out falling mm-hmm. off of this thing. Like it just it seemed like it was not safe and it was it had a, it had a feeling of not being planned out, which is a lot of this era. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. I mean, we just watched a lot of it on Nitro, even though it was what year was this again? This, I think, is like 83, 82, okay, so 83. This is like okay. 10, 12 years later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's why people are drawn to the Attitude Era. It's just how dirty and loose it yeah. feels. Yeah. That's kind of what this invoked as well. I I, I, I do really wish I had the whole match because Brett's good. I, he he's, is good. Well, it also, it also looks like nobody has the whole match because... Yeah, not even Brett. <laughs> right. Like, it was... The footage seemed to be eaten up and i bet the the full full match was that footage but the footage is eating itself yeah is what it looks like yeah Yeah. right which is also really cool but sad for you know archivists and historians of 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 the sport it is yeah initially like and also the other thing is that apparently uh in brett's book he says that maybe the greatest match that he ever had was a ladder match that he had with dynamite kid in i think uh, 1978 or something. So um, even before this, the first I think one. even before this, yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I don't think there's any footage of that. We looked. You we and tried. I, looked. I didn't look hard, but I know you um, did. And I know it was a bloodbath, and it was just. I I can't imagine what that would have been like to be there. And I just, I really wish we could have watched that because even just watching like four or five minutes of this, yeah, was really fun and also kind of um just different like jarring in a way yeah you know i think it's also a testament to brett because even back then he is so green but so good yeah because of his dad obviously yeah but also we can't that footage is so is like lower than standard definition right yeah. it's, it's grainy old yeah, footage super grainy but you can still tell it's brett yeah, because the way he wrestles, yeah. the way he the way he kicks the mat when he punches you in the gut, yeah, or punches you in general, just the way his legs move, and the way his shoulders move when he walks, like yeah, that's 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 Brett. I think you've actually sent me, I think you sent me a shit house once, a long time ago that was black and white. No, it was a photo. Yeah, Brett with Bruno. Brett with Bruno, and you're like, who's the other guy? I was like, I don't know. Wait a second, it's Brett because there's just something about him. Yeah, it's like oh, there he is. Yeah. I blurred my, I smudged my glasses. That's why they're off right now. I'm sorry yeah. if this is so jarring for it's you. It's not. It's fine. You can see the bags in my it's eyes. It's fine. The little sleep I get from yeah. watching wrestling till 2 a.m. and playing Returnal till. Well, sometimes that happens. That's got to happen sometimes. Uh, well, I, I think, you know, we can agree that that would have been really fun to be there. Yeah. Uh, to be screaming your, your lungs out, uh, rooting for Brett. Uh, a couple He's things. Sucking in all that asbestos. A couple, of, yeah, a couple of things of note. Um, no ring apron, which was cool. Um, rickety ass ladder. No uh, ring. A- I said it while we were watching it. No ring aprons. The coolest aesthetic. It yeah. looks so cool because you see the cross, the yeah. cross ropes that tie it all together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, also, um, it looked like maybe Brett grabbed something, but it looked like he almost just touched something up there when he climbed the ladder instead of gra- like grabbing a title yeah. belt or something. If the belt was up there, it was up there just for show or whatever was up there. Cause yeah, he, we learned the way he ended this match is he, yeah, he just swatted yeah. whatever, quickly too. It was, yeah. I, which is good to see. Yeah. Cause nowadays it's that slow lumbering climb. Yeah. This one was like, doot, 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 yeah. slap. Well, you can see both guys were climbing the ladder with intention yeah. in this match. And it was like, they didn't look like they were, um, 10 beers deep when they were trying to climb the ladder. You know what I mean? And because you have one side, that's the only side you can climb. Yeah. Yeah. Then you don't get the, the meeting each other and punching your yeah. elbows. Now the other guys actually have to get to the feet and pull you off, yeah. which is cool. It just wasn't very goofy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like it wasn't goofy and lame. Like it seemed cool and kind of, kind of real. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It was good. And I think, I still, I really urge you to watch that Devlin and uh, Los Santos, which is name the cruiserweight from from the NXT before WrestleMania. That ladder match, right? There's more than one ladder in the ring, yeah, but there's it's still only one on one, and it's it's very good. Okay, 
Um, but what's the next? What's the next one we have? Wait, do we have a rating for these? Oh, we should. We would. We do. Uh, I got uh, panicking here because I don't have anything. But I think I do. I have four. Uh, two out of two. Two out of one. Um, two out of one. Uh, real ladders. It's not a good rating. It's not a good. I don't have one. <laughs> I don't have a good rating. I wrote down, I, I like that the ladder is crucially used, but we already talked about that. Yeah. One out of one crucially used ladders. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. my score. That's how it's always been. That cool. score's always been. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What about you? Uh, I, I give this a full 10 out of 10 dirty stampede Saturday nights. Yeah. 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 People is fucking dirty stampede. Canadians were up there. They're like, we don't need to go out and be clean. We just get dirty and go to wrestling. Ah, man. We got fucking stampede wrestling on Saturday night. Let's just go down to the fucking pavilion or the, the armory or wherever they held it and and I just hear, watch the boys, you know? I hear Stu's kids wrestling. <laughs> Stu's kids out there. It's wrestling bad news. Bad news has got his baseball glove on. Pretty fucked up. Like, <laughs> bad news is probably going to kick the shit out of him. I don't know about you, but he I hear he's bad news. <laughs> He was too. That was not a dude you wanted to fuck with. Uh, Like Todd said, and that was confirmed in Brett's, when I read Brett's book, but apparently on the bus, Andre made some off color bullshit kind of racist joke remark, bad jokes, bad jokes and bad news stood up and stopped, like stopped the bus and said like, what did you say? And also, Let's go outside and figure this out. <laughs> Please explain it to me in and, detail. And, and, on, and Andre said, no, thank you, apparently, <laughs> and apologized. Yes, I'm a giant Frenchman. I have a blind spot. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was, yeah. I mean, and, and, and that is not a long list of people that you can yeah. say Andre the Giant apparently backed down from. Yeah. So Yeah. It's pretty cool, pretty cool, pretty believable dude to be in the ring. <laughs> pretty badass. Well, as we leave Stampede Wrestling, what year and where do we head for the second ladder match? All right, the second ladder match, I have no <laughs> fucking idea about this. It we was don't just, know who these people are. We don't know what the match is. Well, we know it's a ladder match. It's a ladder match. It's in World of Sport, which was the um, British program that like showcased like TV program that showcased wrestling. Um, So that made people like Johnny Saint and Rollerball Rocco. Commissioner of the NXT. Famous. Yeah. Yeah. Famous NXT UK commissioner, Johnny Saint. Um, This is in world of sport in the late eighties. It is Kendo Nagasaki, who is almost certainly a Caucasian person. Uh, against Clive Myers in a disco ladder match. I don't know. Apparently, apparently what they're going to be grabbing at above suspended above the ring is a golden record. Cool. A gold LP. That's cool. I don't know why it's disco themed. I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen it. If it spins, it disappears because it's so thin. Never seen it. Maybe, maybe just have to swat it though. Maybe we'll see if they actually have to pull it down. Tell in this me one. before we watch this, because uh-huh. you and I both have no idea who Kendo Nagasaki is or, or Clive, Clive Myers. Myers. No idea. Uh, can we talk about Clive's name? It's a good name. Clive Myers. Clive. Yes. It's, yeah. That's a good name. Clive yeah. is good. Yeah. Both names are great. So what do you expect from this match? I think it's going to be uh, arguably rec- the second rec- or the third ladder match in record history. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Probably Three or three or four, four yeah, yeah. somewhere between probably three and ten. We're not we're not on two hands yet. We're counting. not science. Yeah, no. we're not math. If we if you tell if we we could tell you how many corn you need to plant before this match for we sure. Can't tell you the math to get no. what year it is. No, you don't want that. You don't want that. Uh, we're agriculture. We will lead you. We'll lead you astray. We're definitely agriculture. <laughs> this match, I think, is going to be good. I think it's going to be uh, athletic uh, because that's the style of yeah. world of sport. Like I yeah. don't I don't think it's gonna be lumbering and like boring. So this match you think there'll be some wrestling in it? <laughs> some athleticism, some sport. I think this match will probably contain some wrestling. A ladder maybe. Maybe a ladder. <laughs> some disco. Alright, let's just watch the match. Alright, it's called Kendo Nagasaki versus Clive Myers. Uh, 
<laughs> Colon we're, we're Disco Ladder Match. We're tweeting it. You'll see it on Twitter. We'll see you then. Nagasaki. Kendo Nagasaki. Your there winner. it is. Your winner. Your winner. How culturally insensitive do you think Kendo was? Yeah. We haven't looked him up. We don't know who he is behind the mask, but it feels like not a not a not a Japanese man. No, it doesn't feel good. No. Doesn't feel good to watch. Um doesn't feel good to watch the white guy posing as a Japanese guy beat up the black guy. Doesn't feel good. Doesn't feel good. No. Decent though. Uh, what do you feel about the match? I feel like the match was like a um weird like a like a Jodorowsky film. It it was like a fever dream. It was chaos, everyone. If you watched it with us, you know that there was music on the entire match. And the first half of that music segments uh, wasn't disco. That's interesting because actually uh, that brings me to my 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 rating for this match. What's your what's your rating? Which is uh, three out of four not discos. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were generous though because I think my score, Mike. Um, was five million to five million unbelievably accompanied soundtrack. <laughs> it was so weird, right? Yeah. Like what? We had? Did we have twenty thousand leagues under the sea in there? Was that in there? Yeah. You mentioned Jason and the Argonauts. I think that was pretty apt. Yeah. yeah. Lots of skeletons, claymation, stop motion yep. fighting. And we had the Nutcracker make an appearance. That was that was the Nutcracker. We think it may be Christmas because there's trees in the background that are lit up. Yeah, there were trees um, in a shape that is a diamond. But the ladder was like in- enshrined in 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 tinsel, like gold tinsel. Yeah, well, yeah. it was a rock and disco ladder. Apparently, I mean, we did get some disco. Once the disco started in this match, it didn't stop. I'll give them that. The Once, back half of the yeah. match, disco disco fever. But the first half was was um, not really as advertised. And actually, I think the commentary actually even said. And now we are entering. Uh, don't be alarmed, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're entering the disco portion of the match. Oh, the disco portion of the disco match is, uh, is great. That's what I remember back when I was on the stage. I told, about that. I, told, I told Clive, I said, Clive, come here, look at me. I have a wonderful match idea for you. I think we could have a Christmas match, a holiday match. We have a ladder, we have a ladder rich in gold, Clive. And Clive, you'll talk. You'll climb to the top, Clive, but then Kendo, Kendo, our racist fellow, he will kick the ladder out from underneath and you'll take a back bump, a really aggressive back bump. You won't, you'll feel it for days. You'll feel it for days, Kendo, Clive. Get out of here. Give both the mic back. Ah, oh, I'm sorry. Get fucking out. God damn it. Sorry. That was Cecil. Patch Adams, he's still Patch Adams. He's my roommate. He talks about he talks about you know being on stage a lot. It's Sorry, Bo, Bo had to Bo had an important phone call and Cecil just jumped in and grabbed the mic and I wasn't quick enough or actually frankly strong enough. He has very powerful forearms. He's got a good grip too, yeah. like that the shit house challenge we took we did a long time ago, yep. which we can do again now finally. Yeah, we crushed the apple. Yeah, uh, Cecil Patch Adams. He did that no problem. Two fingers. Yeah, it was like it wasn't even. It was like like a grape. You seen that kids in the hall sketch with like I crush your head? Oh yeah, that, Cra- but for crashing, real. crashing your head. I'm but for crazy. real with an apple. But with an that, apple, that was so that's that's him. But I have another rating. Okay, yep. I have one out of one Chuck E. Cheese ass match. Oh yeah, good one. Yeah, it's such a Chuck E. Cheese Didn't ass match. Did it feel like Chuck yeah. E. Cheese? The music was playing. Fully. The rocket yeah. fire explosions up there. Yeah. The music's flashing. Neon's flashing. Absolutely. Clive yes. takes a huge horrible bump. <laughs> Yeah, it all seemed very, it was very surreal and very like, also disappointing in the same way that I feel like Chuck E. Cheese was when you actually got there. Yeah. Like you felt like it was going to be the, like it was going to be like Disneyland, like the greatest thing you've ever been to. Mm-hmm. And you got there and you're just like, oh, this is just like bad pizza and arcade games and somebody in a mouse mascot. Like, And the not- gorilla animatronic playing piano, his <laughs> hands just go up and down. They don't actually play. They don't actually play the... Keyboard. Well, see, here's the thing: is that in the in the Chuck E. Cheese illusion was maintained for me, basically my entire life because there was no Chuck E. Cheese anywhere close to where I lived. So I yeah, always wanted is. very much like a, a Discovery Zone situation where it was like I want to go there, but I couldn't. And I'm actually kind of glad I didn't because knowing what I know about Chuck E. Cheese now, uh, I think it would have just been a letdown. So you're saying you didn't have Chuck E. Cheese or you didn't have Showbiz either. I don't know what Showbiz that, no. and Chucky were separate. Yeah, I don't know what eventually, Showbiz is. Yeah, so Showbiz Pizza is what we had in the South. Oh, okay. And then eventually one or the other bought each other and it became all one thing. 
They had separate bands. The Rock of Fire Explosion is actually from from Showbiz. Chucky Cheat, yeah, Chucky's band is different. Chucky's band has that weird green purple monster guy. What the fuck? With the gorilla and the mouse and the bear. That's all. Oh, that's all. That's oh, all, that's that's all, all showbiz, showbiz pizza. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, R.I.P. Showbiz Pizza. Yeah. Uh, we remember you fondly here on the Tope Suicida podcast. But we've got one more match to, to, to get to before we, we get out of here. Uh, and this one is actually uh, a full match. And it takes place in a promotion that we're familiar with takes place in WCW. This match is fun because it takes place in WCW, but the video we have is on Daily Motion. <laughs> so it's not on Peacock. Yeah, it's on Peacock. you're not gonna really find it on Peacock. No, 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 no. I believe it is the Great American Bash, 1987. I think that's the first Great American Bash. The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, and the nefarious Tully Blanchard, former NWA United States Heavyweight Champion former and probably future NWA world television champion. Uh, Dusty Rhodes, of course, a former NWA world champion. Uh, They had this match, and I had no idea that it existed. I believe the stakes for this one are that there's $100,000 hanging above the ring, which that's big money now. Never mind about 1987, my friends. That was like $50 million in 1987. So... We're going to watch it. This is uh, some old, dirty National Wrestling Alliance World Championship Wrestling. Uh, This is not your Eric Bischoff WCW. This is going to be real bloody and real Southern. So we hope that you watch it with us, and we'll see you after we do. the pinnacle as it were we've reached the pinnacle of this episode there it was uh another again outside of the second match mike yeah i wish we had the full matches for totally this. well we kind of we did have the full match for this i one. think this was actually a but full i match. wish it was like i wish it was there is what i'm trying to say i wish i was in person yeah watching them yeah that's actually my rating i jumped the gun here my no, rating was okay. Was a one to one. Wish I was there. Yeah, because like, like the Brett match, the energy, wherever they were, were they outside? Yeah, I think that was. Uh, I'm I, I'm not sure, but I I want to say it was the Omni in Atlanta. Okay, so nice Atlanta summer night, maybe who knows? Yeah. And uh, it just yeah, just it felt like seeing that in person would have been extremely fun. Yeah, that shit was wild. <laughs> It was good. It, there's no music, though. That's kind of the downside. There was yeah. no disco. Zero out of ten discos, discos for <laughs> do that you have, one. Do you have any kind of rating for this one? Yeah, I do. I have uh, 100,000 out of 100,000 bags of blood money. But there was only one bag up there. Yeah, but there was $100,000 <laughs> in there. In the bag. Yeah. What, what's uh, Dusty going to do with that money? I don't know. I like the idea that they... Have I don't know whether it ha- is they've each put up fifty thousand um, dollars, or the promotion has put up the money, or what, I, or or whether it's just it's just Tully's money and they it's you know part of a storyline where he's has stolen Tully something from wealthy traditionally in the stories. Well, I mean, he's part of the Four Horsemen, so it's true. They're out styling and profiling That's every true. night Dusty's wherever they go. Dusty's always been enemy of the Four Horsemen. Yeah, so. enemy of the Four Horsemen, and also the common, the common man, yeah. son of a plumber, baby, baby. Listen to Daddy, baby. I like this mat, this match, Tully, that you laid out. I like that you're playing the ring general of this match, baby. But I think the people are gonna want to see some dragons and some twigs. Maybe some twigs, you know, just in the corners of the ring. I know that you got all this barbed wire around, and that's great. That'll do some bodily harm. Maybe we can both bleed a little bit. But I think maybe in the turnbuckle, maybe just a couple of twigs. I think what you're concerned about is the fire. Well, there's no fire sparkles in this match, baby. So nothing's going to catch, nothing's going to light up like It's not like a Halloween match, baby, where you got to worry about, where you got to worry about sparks and flies. It's a dry night in Atlanta, baby. It's a dry night. Dragons shooting fire to their mouths. It's not what you need. Picture this, a dry night in Atlanta, baby. A dragon flying overhead, the city skyline. 
bla- blazing fire, leaving a trail of wrestling in his wake. That's the uh, that's the opening sentence of my novel that I'm working on, baby. You know, it's kind of a fantasy sci-fi kind of a deal. You yeah, know what I mean? Baby. Yeah. Two dusties talking. <laughs> two, two just two dusties talking on a That's Saturday a night. Bit. Two dusties just chatting just it up, dusties. baby. Talking about all different kinds of stuff, if you will. <laughs> you can hear. You want to see my elbow? No, you want to see my elbow? That's kind of the conversation between two dusties, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, where can the people find us? Oh yeah, no, you can find us everywhere. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Uh, it's gonna be at Tope Suicida Pod. On Instagram and Twitter, you can email us at topesucitapod at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter at Mike from TV, on Instagram at Mike from Television, Bo's at Bo Rosser on all platforms, and yes, we're all, we're so close to having the P.O. Box for the hard So note. close. We're so close. We'll let you know as soon as it happens. Eventually it will happen, uh, that that uh, P.O. Box. Eventually we'll get it. We'll have stamps. We'll, we'll mail out stuff. Yeah. We'll get boxes. Yeah. We'll box knife things. Yeah. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I live real close to the post office. It's in the the wheels are greased. Uh, yeah, like you th- listeners, it's not an issue. Mike is close to the post office, so like if there is hard mail, he can get it easily. But we just have to establish. The we got to establish box. the P.O. box. It's kind of a walk down there. You know, yeah. it's like. It's like, um, I don't know if it's any more, dis- It's I don't think it's any technically any farther away than the liquor store. It's just in a kind of a different direction. You know, I'd have to make a left where I... You could of- do a whole day, make a whole afternoon of it, though. Yeah, I could do like a loop. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's healthy because then on the, you can go to the alcohol store first, get the drink, and then drink that on the way to the mail. You go alcohol store first. You go alcohol get, store first, mail get second. Get drink, mail second, box, box, P.O. box. Yeah, mail two, drunk one. <laughs> sir, sir, birthday September. <laughs> did you say where you could find us? Yeah, 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 yeah everywhere. Yeah. We got it. We got it. It's this is good. this was us wrapping that part up and this, talking about the PO box and everything. This has been good. This has been good. That's the sequence of events. I got it now. Yeah, got up This has been fun. This has been our first night back. Uh, what episode do you think is when we abandon in person? What do you, what episode do you think? Oh, I mean, when we had to stop recording yeah. in person. Yeah, when we had to abandon it because uh, of of a virus. Devastating the world. <laughs> um, episode, let's say, um, let's say episode 32. I think you're highballing it there. I think it was sooner. Really? I feel like it was like 22, 23. Dang. I think, I think oh Todd. Oh, my God. I think Todd is like 20 or 21. And yeah. He was our last physical guest. Oh, my God. So wow. we must have been the week after or the next. That's crazy. We'll look it back. We'll get back to you on the next episode. We definitely won't. Um, also, while we're here in person, the Marvelous Idea, our other podcast that Mike and I do, well, my podcast, Mike's show, or yeah. is it my show? Either way, we both own it. We can start recording that in person, too, so that's going to be real fun. That is. That's going to be a blast. Yeah, we've got a couple of episodes that we're kind of working on in the bank and trying to get those all buttoned up and shiny for, for you all and uh, look for that in the near future. I think it's going to be good stuff. Yeah. Everyone. That's it. That's all. Just one more question we do. That's all. Before we kind of venture off into the night. Yeah. And that's uh, the wrestling is vacation, Mike. Based on what we saw tonight, ladder matches, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. What is wrestling? Wrestling is a trip to your local hardware store where you pick up a whole, you pick up a myriad of, of tools and things that, that people would not associate with human violence like you could buy them no problem and the cashier's like okay that'll be 25 like you could like you probably go grab you grab a ladder a steel ladder because you know maybe you're painting your house yeah you grab a a box of razor blades yeah you know because you uh cut some stuff you know well you got a box cutter right and And duct tape you gotta slit the duct tape and duct tape um and probably like Probably like four or five kendo sticks, like like a couple of kendo sticks and just like a, like a hammer and nails. Um, and I just I love that bringing. Oh, the barbed wire, of course. Of course. You yeah. Pick up the barbed house, wire. For housework. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you're building a fence out of the kendo sticks. You got to keep the coyotes. Yeah. The kendo barbed wire fence is a good coyote out of it so it's um 
wrestling is that trip to the hardware store and you trying to keep a straight face while you're checking out um, and hoping that someone doesn't ask you what all this stuff is for. Yeah. Um, but knowing that if you play it cool, they'll probably just think you're doing regular stuff. But actually what you're doing is entertaining 30,000 people with a ladder and barbed wire yeah. on Saturday night in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's wrestling for you? Mike, wrestling is, to me, this week, uh, Sean Spears outside Ooh. the arena with a black chair, right? And he's spray painting and he's like kind of spray painting it white. And he's putting a little red, little red logo on there. And someone comes up. It's Darby. He's like, what are you doing? It's Darby skating around. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, I'm making a target for Sammy's face. <laughs> so I've gone to the hardware store and I bought this spray paint. But now I need to make sure this, the target is perfect so that when I slam Sammy's face against it, which he never got to do in the match, it will look devastating because I'm the chairman. Wrestling is the equipment we bring along the way. <laughs> Baby. Beautiful. Thank you. Oh. We'll see y'all next week. Tope Suicido What Wrestling Can Be is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter-Rosser. Thanks for listening.